Yeah, but a lot of people don't know Mayberry, the show, wasn't exactly Mayberry in real life. I don't know what that has to do with COVID-19. It was just a simpler time. Do you think the Andy, the sheriff of Mayberry, would have enforced uh, mandates for vaccines? Absolutely, he would. Yeah. Absolutely would. He was all about that law. It, well, there was actually an episode where they did force a farmer to get a vaccine. It was a whole episode. His name was Rave Hollister. And Andy, and he had this nurse come in. She's like, oh, I'm all up on my records. But there's one person out in the farm that hasn't gotten it. And Andy was like trying to warn her, like, oh, good luck. You know, they don't really go to the doctors out there. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, man. So they got in the car and they went out and they said, hey, you need to take a shot. And he's like, I ain't taking no shot. And then Barney says, hey, I'll do it. I'll take you out there. I'll show him what's up. And then he ended up shooting at Barney. But at the end of it, he got the shot. Of course so, yeah, he did. Of course he did. And that was in the 60s. That was the beginning. So you imagine uh, pushing that type of message in the 60s to where we are today. So, yeah, the fictional character, Andy Taylor, would have for sure yeah, followed the law. Yeah. Andy was all about the law. He was. He was. For the most part. So, yeah. You want to go back to a simpler southern time? Yeah. Go to Mayberry. Get your shots first. Get your shots. It's not what you think it is, man. You know? I mean, I'm 35 years old. I don't know how the world works. You're actually 36. I'm 35. So you had a zero year? What do you mean? I was born in 86. Yeah, you were born in 86. You're now working on your 36th. No you're, way. You're, you're 35 is past you. Am I 35 or 36? I don't know. How what am I? Well, you started at zero. You lived uh, a year <laughs> as zero. Just please tell me how old I am. <laughs> just tell me. How old am I? You're you're older than you think. And I'm just trying to figure out how the world works. I'm not even trying to figure out how the world works. I'm just saying I don't know how the world works. Maybe there is people that know how the world works. But does it at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. Life's a game. Is it a game? It is. Is it a game? It's a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a game. Some are playing a different game on a different level. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, probably. And in the game you're playing is, well, I hope gas prices don't go up. Yeah. Anymore yeah. than what they are. Hope I don't land on Broadway and have to pay that tax. You don't want to land on Broadway. Because I sure don't own it. You never will own it. It was never meant for you to own it. You're not allowed to own it. Are you sad that Kyle Rittenhouse friend. Are you sad that Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty? Does that make you sad? No, I'm not sad. Why? Because I feel like if I was him in the same position, I'd have done the same thing. You would. I mean, yeah. If I was laying on my back thinking somebody was about to beat me. Did you see the guy on CNN after the thing? He had a guest on. He's talking about how it was atrocious that they found him not guilty. And the guest is like, he was laying on his back. And this guy was actively coming at him about to beat him up, about to beat him to death. And the guy's like, I don't think he would have beat him to death. 
I think he just he just, what would he have done? I, he would have just beat him up, you know. He would have just beat him up pretty good. I don't think he would have beat him to death, though. Yeah. So another thing <laughs> has turned political, man. That's basically it. Look, if you're on the left, hey, you think it's atrocious that he was found not guilty. If you're on the right and oh, don't take my guns, don't tread on me, then you're celebrating. And again, it leaves no room for common sense people that just can see a narrative here and says, does this really even matter? Well, the thing is, you know, does it really even matter to voice my opinion about this? Does it really even matter? I think according to the law, I applaud the jurors for making a decision that they made because I believe that looking at the letter of the law, it was justified, right? The way the law is written, he was in fear for his life. And do I think he should have been there in the first place? I would say no. That was a bad decision to even go there and inject yourself in that situation. And you got people saying, oh, they crossed state lines. Well, look, freedom of travel. You can go where you want to go. You can. And should he have? That's not what is uh, what was on trial there because he didn't break any laws by going there. And then when he did shoot the people, I mean, he was in danger. Like, there's footage of it. He was in danger. So by the letter of the law, I believe that the jury made the right decision. Now, all that being said, you know, you can thank the prosecutor too because that guy's an idiot. I didn't really follow the trial, but the little clips I saw – of him talking about hollow points and him, you know, just whatever. He seemed like he was out of his depth. He should have been at home watching Peppa Pig or something, not sitting in there talking about firearms because he obviously didn't know what he was talking about, and he did more damage to his case than he did good. If we all want to be about that justice according to the law, then I think the law did justice in this situation and you can have your own views on whether or not you know he made bad decisions whether he should have been there in the first place but at the end of the day i think everything was within the letter of the law what do you think i don't care i just don't care i don't care i didn't ask you if you care but what do you think about the outcome do you think it was justified Um, i don't know uh did two people have a gun he shot three and he killed two is that right the way I understand it. I mean, like, did the other people hold a gun to his head and, you know, threaten to kill him? Well, it doesn't matter. If you let it get that far, you're probably already dead. But they did threaten him. They did. Yeah, but they, they brandish a gun. You don't have, you just have, you have to, quote unquote, fear for your life or safety or someone else's life or safety. Yeah, that that's, that's I don't know about that, man. I, that. So you can't just say I fear for my life and go on a shooting rampage. What you can do is defend yourself, whether or not the other person has the equal weapon that you have or not. Like if somebody says I'm going to kill you, yeah, you can't kill them. Why? Uh, that's against the law. Is it? I don't at know. that point, I don't know at, if it is at, or not. At that point, you can you can justifiably say I fear for my life. This man was threatening okay, okay, okay. my well being. So I don't know. I mean, the Cal Rittenhouse trial, man. Look. If it it seems to me like hey, if they're pulling out guns and threatening this dude and he's on his back, he's got every right to defend himself. I think they actually like I mean, they assaulted him and tried to take his weapon from him. Yeah, look, and if they take my weapon away, now they have a weapon. Yeah, I get it, but I don't know, man. It's an interesting thing what you said, man, about hey, if you fear for your life, if somebody says I'm going to kill you, 
Can you kill them? I don't think you can, man. That's you can't do that. That's just words. You know, it, a, it's all a, the intention behind that, right? If I just look at you right now and say, "Hey, I'm going to kill you," and you know my demeanor and you know I'm not serious, I mean that's one thing. But when you're dealing with someone that's acting hostile or aggressive yeah, towards you, I see, uh, yeah, I in see a scenario point, yeah. where yeah. your only backup is your firearm, yeah, that's right. What do you do? So if somebody says, "I'm." Not just a stranger, but if like you know this guy and there's really some hostility there and you're two in a room and he says, hey, man, I'm going to kill you. And you can look in his eyes and tell, yeah, he's probably going to try to kill me. Yeah, I get that. But if a stranger comes up to you in the street and you don't know if I'm out of him, he says, hey, I'm going to kill you. You can't pull out a gun and start blasting away. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think. I mean, what's the law? I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. But I would think like, man, you just can't pull out a gun and start shooting people that says hey i'm gonna kill you sure i mean you have to you have to be able to make a case for yourself sure to where you were legitimately in fear for your safety people's words can be be a window to their intentions you know what i'm saying i mean that's like going up you know especially when you're when I'm when a man's sitting there carrying a rifle like that, and you walk up to him and say, "I'm going to kill you," okay, at that point, I you can know, see. Yeah, I can see that. Now, like if it has, now, what person you have to question them? You now you have to look if at you this. keep on about it. You have to look at the psychology of it. Like, what type of a person is going to approach somebody with a rifle in their hands mm-hmm. and start threatening them? Yeah, like empty emptiness, like like without any merit to the threat. You have to ask yourself, like. What kind of what kind of person is gonna go up to someone an armed person, someone they know is armed, and start threatening them? Not a person that's probably just spouting a lot of words. You know what I mean? It's different with cops. Like people do it with cops all the time. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because you know, but yeah. When you are in that state of mind to where you're like, I'm in a position to defend myself, and, and then yeah. other people see that also, and yeah. then they still try to push that boundary. You got to think that guy's serious. You have he to. is going to try to test me. You have to. Yeah, yeah. I see that, man. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I see your point. Yeah, that's right, man. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I mean, honestly, it doesn't hurt my feelings one way or the other. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really... Uh, it doesn't really affect me too much. I was glad to see it just because, you know, I mean, again, um, the way the law is written, I think that it was uh, above par. You know what I'm saying? But everybody has their own opinions, man. And, and a lot of a lot of people that don't like this outcome have probably never had to defend themselves in a really bad situation. I can't understand how people have such a strong opinion about it. Like, that's what baffles me. That's more of a story to me than the Kyle Rittenhouse trial in itself. Like, the bigger story to me, what I'm interested in, is the psychology of people that actually get upset or are gratified or satisfied by either outcome. Like I, I, I just can't understand that, man. I, it's because people are so, so, so biased, man. I, I don't understand. Like I really don't. I really, I'm, I'm truthfully, I, I really don't. I kind of understand it because, yeah, you're bored and you want to be a part of something. 
But I don't understand how, oh, you say, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty. Okay. Then you take your feelings and you just, oh, if you're upset or you're glad. I don't understand that, man. I don't understand how that affects you when you have no ties to either parties whatsoever and you live states away. I cannot understand that. I cannot understand people being persuaded so heavy on an issue. Like yeah, I mean, I, I think I think some people are genuinely on both sides. They either genuinely think that what he did was wrong and deserves to be punished, or on the other side, they are happy that what they truly believe is a justified, defensible action was viewed that way by the people that make the laws and make the decisions and things like that versus, you know, then you have another group of people who is just all emotional. And like you said, they've been persuaded by this rhetoric or that rhetoric to think a certain way and yeah i get what you say man that's all psychological i think there are a certain group of people on both sides that have certain ideals that they want to see be upheld but i don't think they're the ones causing the the big uproars on either side either i think it's the i think a lot of what you see is just emotionally um an opportunistic way to act out it's just an excuse to say, hey, look at me, or an excuse to act out, and law and justice and all that out the window. It's just not what I wanted to happen, period. You know what I mean? I just don't understand how it upsets you so much. Like, I, I, I really don't. I really don't, or, or not even upset. I don't understand why you are so uh, happy about the outcome. How does that change your mood? You know what I mean? How are you that invested where it changes you're happy that a guy you don't even know is found not guilty? Like, I mean, I guess, you know, I would say... It does not affect your day-to-day life. I, 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 I'm leaning more toward, yeah, I'm glad he didn't con- get convicted because of uh, it, it makes me feel like, oh, if I have to... If I have to defend myself, I'm not even in a similar situation because I'm not going to go inject myself in a situation like that to begin with. But if I have to go like legitimately defend myself or my family uh, with deadly force, then perhaps justice can prevail. And I might not have to go to jail for the rest of my life mm. for defending myself or my kids. Mm. You know, uh, that that's the way I'm looking at it. But, you know, on a on a that that's a very broad brush on a personal level you know i'm not i'm not putting you know hashtag free kyle on my back truck window and, and and all this stuff man i'm just yeah so i see what you're saying i mean it gives you confidence in the justice system if you were ever in a similar situation you would be confident that the system we have in place would you know give you rightful justice i'm just yeah i don't even say i'm confident in it man i just say that um I'm less doubtful, if that makes sense. Because I think there are a lot of justifiable homicides, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm serious. Like I think that's a good soundbite. Just because everybody, <laughs> just because someone gets, you know, gets killed, man. There's two sides to every story. 
And, uh, you know, I think a lot of homicides are justifiable. If it is me or them, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it's them. That's just our inherent nature, surviving. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to go to the riot with nothing personal invested. I'm not going to go to a city that I know they're rioting in and tearing up stuff when I have no business in that city to to protect. You know, I have no stake in anything there. Uh, I'm not going to inject myself in that situation either. I mean, a lot of times it's just asking for trouble. Well, it's the, I think it's uh, trying to understand it, man. It's the need to be a part of something, to be a part of a community. You I know, know what I mean? But at this level, man, that's what, see. To believe That's what something. government is for, though. Government is for those situations, for those riots and, and those pockets of unruliness. It's, it's not up to me sitting where I sit to go and try to solve that issue up in Minnesota or whatever. That is what you have public servants for. People that are sworn yeah. to uphold this and that and they get, uh, you know. On a smaller scale, it is. But on a much larger scale, make no mistake about it. Government is there to serve whichever party is in control. That's what it is. It's not really, uh, you know, on the cop car, it's, you know, uh, public servant. Serve and protect. Serve and protect, public servant, you know, whatever. But make no mistake about it, on a much larger scale, government, whatever, local, federal, they're, they're in place to serve whatever party is in place politically. Yeah, and that's why I said earlier that, um, you know, it didn't so much give me confidence in the justice system as much as it did. Um, it, it it just gave me less doubt because I understand what you just said, too, right? Yeah. Like, it's all a facade. Yeah. Like, like, public officials, uh, no offense to ones I know personally, but, you know, as a whole, public officials serving the community is a facade. Yeah. I mean, that's not a lot of their objective. No. Individually. No, man, it's not. It can't be. And if it is, their work gets tattletold on them. Yeah, man, you just got to take care of you and yours. That's it. You just got to take care of you and yours. <laughs> at I the mean, end of the day, yep. Yeah, at the end of the day. Because I mean, no mistake about it, man. I mean, you vote a senator in, congressman in. How many of them actually have the mindset of, once they're elected, to say, hey, we won. It's not we won, it's I won. Yeah. You know. And I mean, that's uh, again, to your point earlier, you just have to take care of you and yours, right? That's what you said. I agree with that. You should take care of you and your family, man. You know, you want to go vote, go vote. Do whatever, do whatever, you know, makes you happy. But at the end of the day, man, you got to take you care of you and your family. And all this, all this nonsense that goes on, you know, the media and social media. Man, at the end of the day, it really, if you cannot let it affect how you live your life on a day-to-day basis, and just, I think a lot of people, man, are bored. A lot of people are bored, man, with their own lives, so they have to have outlets of things like elections or Kyle Rittenhouse or, you know, things like that, man. A lot of people are just bored with their lives, man, so they find other things jump on board, you know, that... Hey man, this is a good this is a good way to believe in something or yeah. make a difference. Not or, a lot of people know their own identity, man, so they try to attach to 
yeah, movements and whatever they can attach themselves to to give themselves an identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people just don't know who they are, man. That's and, right. And and rather than figure out who they are and, and be an individual, they want to attach themselves to uh, anything that seems a little bit bigger than themselves. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. Because they, cause they, I mean, honestly, man, they believe that that's, you know, more entertaining than their own lives. And it, yeah, it, probably, it probably is. It probably is true. But, you know, life is what you make of it, man. And they, didn't, they haven't made life for themselves or for the people around them. They haven't made it interesting. So what they have to do is they have to attach something, yeah. you know. It's a cheap way to make make yourself feel like you're making a difference, I think. That's right. You're not making a difference, man. No. Nah. Who cares? Nobody. Don't make a difference. Don't try. Don't make a difference, you're, man. Yeah. Just go... Just go over here and live your life and be happy and stop involving yourself in things that don't matter. Yeah. You know? uh, but who am I to tell you? If you want to involve yourself in things that don't matter, I think you have every bit of right to involve your things that don't matter. If you want to live a life of illusion and say, hey, what I'm doing is important and this is my hobby of arguing my points about certain things that I think are important. Fine, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's easy for one that has common sense to look and say, uh, this really doesn't matter. Yeah, speaking this really of doesn't matter. This this what you're fighting is uh not real. Yeah. Spe- it's, speaking it's of real. illusion, man, and fighting something that's not real, uh maybe it is real but fighting it in an unrealistic way let's let's listen to this clip right quick you're okay you're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations these vaccines are highly highly effective vaccinated people do not carry the virus don't get sick they're really really good against variants everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, Mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. The booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. Plan is for every, every adult to get a booster. 
shots. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. Yeah. So what type of backwoods illusionary magic uh, was that first set of comments versus those same people in uh, those second set of comments? Yeah, man. These saying, are people. In, yeah. These are people in a position of power telling you about your own health, and then going back not very long after yeah. and absolutely contradicting themselves. Yeah, saying, "Hey, if you get this, you won't get this." Yeah, that's a that's a that's a factual statement. Yeah, that's a factual statement, man. You're making a factual statement. But see, man, they, they're very smart. They, you always leave a back door open for yourself. So my thing was it's very easy if I was them to say, hey, look, well, science evolves, okay? This was something new that we never dealt with. So therefore, we did think uh, – we used our better judgment and said, yeah, we were very positive on the COVID-19 vaccine and uh, we knew that it would work. Now, since it's gone on, you know, this is all new. Everything's new for us. So we're learning too. <laughs> and now whatever we pull out of our hat again, you're going to believe. So now we say, well, it's all evolving. So uh, probably you need to get boosters every six months. And the same ones that believed you when you said, hey, if you do this, it'll take care of that, now believe you when you say, oh, yeah, well, uh, that wasn't really totally right. Yeah. Now you, every six months, you got to do this. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. And that's, that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, and gullible is not in the dictionary. And gullible is not in the dictionary. I mean, <laughs> you want to live your life like that, you go right ahead. Right you get it right ahead. You want to? These people, they don't care about you. Again, man, it's just another something for really, really boring people to attach themselves to. Like I'm on the side of the fence that says, "You want to go get vaccinated? More power to you. Go knock yourself out. Take five, six, take twelve boosters. You know, get a shot every week for all I care. I don't care." I mean, go shoot heroin if you want to. It don't affect me. And and at the same time, if you don't want to, don't. But there's so many people on each side. There's anti-vaxxers, and then there's pro-vaxxers, and you should do the Let me tell you why. Like, dude, I, I don't know you from anybody, first off. And second off, you got all these quote-unquote healthcare officials that have supposedly been in healthcare their entire life. And they can't even agree on anything. You got this guy saying, oh, yeah, do this. And then coming back again, the same guy and saying, oh, no, well, yeah, that didn't work. Do this. We need we need some more of this because of that. And then you got, you know, you got doctors on the other side that are saying, hey, look, uh, I, I wouldn't take it. They can't even agree amongst themselves. And, and that's an issue with that's an issue with science, man. There's no peer review when it comes to this vaccination and if if anybody go against what this guy says or what this side says then they're just discounted as irrelevant in their field of practice you know what i mean yeah right so say yeah this this side can't agree with that side and there's no peer review wouldn't you at a certain point say okay i'm gonna disconnect myself from either argument and say don't bother me until you get it right don't bother me until you get it right. That's my position. Don't bother yeah. me until you get it right. Yeah. One side's screaming, hey, you're you're a murderer if you don't take the vaccine. The other side says, 
Uh, look, don't <laughs> take the vaccine. There's chips in it. Or uh, they're coming to your house and forced to inoculate your whole entire family. All right. Neither one is true. Neither one is true. All right. I feel like sometimes I'm just on an island and I just, I'm looking around and it's like, I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm the only one that, you know, is, is looking around for other people like me that says, hey, you know, you go to a party or say like a family gathering and everybody's crazy. So you try to find that one person kind of like you to kind of like, oh, so just, yeah, I know. And you, but there's nobody around. Everybody's crazy, man. Every, everybody's crazy. Everybody's saying, yeah. screaming one way or the other. I think there's a lot of people out there, out there like that, man. But one of two things has happened: and either they're just not saying anything because they just they're like you and they just don't care, or they're either being muffled or they're just not showing up in the search results or you know um, whatever, man. But there's got there, there's a lot of people out there that feel that same way, man. Do it, don't do it. I don't care. Just leave me alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't think you hear from those types of people very much. Yeah. I mean, after that clip that you just that you just played, man, it, that's a very telling clip. That's a very telling clip of the of the of the circus yeah. that you have going on for what? It's a year and a half, two years, I don't even know. When did yeah. it start? Uh it's twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple, but I mean, the the biggest problem I have with that, if this is some Yahoo on YouTube or, or, or you know, spouting this crap from his basement, um, that's one thing, man. But these are, quote, unquote, supposed leaders of the country and of the organizations that they represent yeah. that we are supposed to respect and, you know, look to for advice. And they are a joke. They are a joke, and they are constantly contradicting themselves. Yeah. Whether like or not they're hypocrites. Hey, look, I'm sure <laughs> I'm I'm almost positive, okay, <laughs> that they are very smart people that, you know, that are in these positions. They they are, man. They're probably they're smarter than me. Smarter than me. A lot more educated. But it doesn't take an educated person to look at the trickery that's being played here. Yeah. It doesn't take it doesn't take a scientist or a doctor mm -hmm. to say, hey, you told me a year ago that I would be okay, and now you're coming back and saying this. Um, I'm probably not going to go further with you on this journey. Yeah, well, All you, right? Yeah. You, you're lost. Yeah. You're lost. Yeah. Admit that you're lost and pull out a map or GPS. You know, they can be as smart as they want, man. What they're really, really failing at is leadership. It can be so manipulated. And then what you see in this clip right here is that manipulation. Yeah. To where you don't even have to be a smart person to look at it and say, hmm. Yeah, you would almost have to be a psychotic person to look at that and say, well, and almost like your 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 knee-jerk reaction is to defend that. You know what yeah. I mean? Which some people have and some people do. And, well, a lot of people do and a lot of people have to defend that. And then, you know, try to do mental gymnastics. Yeah. To try to defend these people that really don't care anything about you. They to, don't to care. To continue to put your trust into those exact same people that just 
just came out, made factual statements, yeah. told you this is how it is, yeah, and then came right back and contradict themselves. Yeah. And how far will you go? How far are you going to trust these people? Exactly. You trusted them when they said, "Hey, it'll work. You're okay. You can continue life if you do this." How far? How 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 much further are you going to go with these people? How how long will you go? It's like you're chained in a basement and they keep promising you freedom if you do A. Yeah. And the whole time they they've 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 tricked you. <laughs> yeah. It's they, like it's like uh, in Stranger Things at the beginning of season 2 when Hopper Hopper Sure. That's his name, right? The sheriff? Yeah. Yeah. Has an eleven in his like hunting cabin, uh-huh. right? And he's been hiding her there or whatever. And he's like, she wants to go out for like Halloween or whatever. Yeah. And he keeps saying, "No, oh, it's not safe yet. It's not safe yet." And she's like, "When?" And he's like, "Soon." You said soon two hundred days ago. Then you said soon on day one fifty seven. Then you said soon on day two fifty two. It's now day three sixty seven. When is it? When is soon? Yeah, that's how that's that's how yeah. I feel right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far will you go? But I think, man, the manipulation is on. Uh, it's on another level, man. I think these people have spent a lot of time in think tanks. I think they have spent a lot of time studying psychology and how groups of people react to certain things. They've already got you, man. They, 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 they've got you. They're smarter than you. They've been doing this a lot longer than you. They've been thinking about these things a lot longer they than you. They have a lot more resources than you. They do. have a lot more resources than you. They're powerful. Mm-hmm. They, they don't care about you. And I think you just touched on it, man, what the underlying root cause of all this is is more of a psychological thing than the health side of it could yeah. ever hope to be. And look, I'm – look <laughs> – I'm trying to be fair across the board. If you say we just picked on the people that were all for it and believe everything these people say and will defend these people to their grave, hey, the other side is just as guilty by saying, everything they say, stop, <laughs> stop. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We know. Yeah. We get it. You're also investing. You're you're also investing your emotions into somebody that comes out and says something that you don't like. You're invested. Yeah. And they have you by the gonads too. Yeah. Yeah. And they know it. Mm-hmm. They know it because they get a reaction from you every single time mm-hmm. and you take the break. So both parties, man. I don't know anymore what to do as far as have I given up? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's very hard. Honestly, at this point, it's very hard to get excited about politics. Or it's very hard to get excited about government. It's, it's, it, well, it's gotten to be a joke. It's you know, a joke. It's a joke, and it was funny the first time you heard it, but now it's been told so many times that you're just the guy, stop me if you've heard this one. All right, stop. I've heard it. Yeah. I heard it 70,000 times. It's not funny anymore. Yeah. Do you remember, uh, you, <laughs> you remember like it was in the 1960s, but you remember when uh, COVID was first, you know, first coming out, and you remember Q&A non- yeah. Q&A non. Okay. That was entertaining. Yeah. For a little while. And yeah, because the way Trump drunk his water one time, it was a signal. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
And did he the certain color ties he wore? Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And you look at that, and it's like, okay, this this is this is a pretty good show, and the the conspiracies were not even that entertaining. What was entertaining was the people that actually believed them, yeah, and that were drugged along, and you thought that Trump was fighting. Uh, a code of uh, elite pedophiles in the underground, yeah, you know, tunnel system. I he, don't know. Yeah, yeah. he but, was anonymous. Right? Yeah, yeah. So anybody can write a write a fictional story, like yeah. whatever, man. But what's funny? What what is really funny is when people actually believe in their cult. You know what I mean? That's what was entertaining about Q and Anon. It was the followers. Yeah. It wasn't the conspiracies themselves. It was the followers. And so that went on, and it goes on. And then the, eventually you get to a point where it's all fizzled out now, but it just becomes tiring. You look at these people, and there's no convincing anybody. No, and, and you lose a lot of respect for certain people. Yeah, you lose Yeah, you, you lose respect, but it was very eye-opening, man. It was very eye-opening, I'm sorry, that left or right radical left radical right that people actually man jumped on board with things that just did not matter yeah they did not matter and it was uh yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen man yeah but yeah hopefully hopefully the aliens come soon and unite us all but you know, outside of that, our psychology is just going to continue to spiral into different uh, sects and going to, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how that works. Maybe it's the chlorine and the fluoride that have been pumping in our water for the last 20 years that made us so dumb. I don't know. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's the chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. It's the chemtrails. Yeah. Chemtrails, I think, are dangerous, though, I think. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I think I, don't know. I mean, there's pollution, right? I don't know. It's got to be. Yeah. Doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. But see, I'm, again, I'm not going to give a factual statement on something I don't know about. I'm going to tell you if it's an opinion or I don't know. See, that's the that's thing with a lot of people, man. They won't admit that they don't know. It's okay to say, hey, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's okay to say I don't care either. Yeah. You're fine to say I don't care. Yeah. But it's an interesting time we live in. It's a lot more boring these days, yeah. you know, because, you know, nothing's new anymore. Nothing's new anymore. Nothing's shocking anymore. Nothing is shocking yeah. anymore. It's not like, oh, I can't believe he said that. Yeah. You know, oh, what? He's a revolutionary. Those don't exist anymore. Yeah. Someone uh, once said, a revolution doesn't have merch. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'm a revolutionary, so I sell, look, look at this t-shirt. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a revolution doesn't sell merch. Buy so, our supplements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> supplements. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I look at, we were just talking about this earlier, and we've talked about this before with George W. Bush. Like, imagine a guy like that being president. How, did, how does a guy like that become president? And it makes you think, like, you don't have to be smart to become president. That's not what it's about. It's about acting a part. It, 
Yeah, and you don't even have to be good at acting the part. You just you have to be selected. You have to be selected by a certain group of people, and then those people see to it. Now, who those people are, I don't know, but those people uh, select you to become president, and that's how it works. And that's why I think it's just it's become very uninteresting to me. Yeah, because you get all excited about elections and the leader of the executive branch of the government and it's just it doesn't it doesn't hardly mean anything yeah you want my life advice when you're paddling a boat head down river not up river mm. that's all i got mm, right on